hot mess mamas. I know what it feels like to chase your kids all day, drown in laundry, and put yourself last. I know what it feels like to look at the Pinterest moms and the perfect feeds and feel inadequate. But I want you to know that you don't have to feel that way because motherhood isn't perfect. It's beautifully imperfect. I'm here to help you let go of the stress of making motherhood something it's not meant to be for you and creating a super vibrant side to motherhood that fuels your heart and empowers your kids but makes it more productive and effective for you. Hi, I'm Michelle Bird, and I'm here to walk you through simple, practical hacks that are going to make your life much easier and create more time and space for what actually matters. Fun! Fun forever memories with your kids. So hand out those afternoon snacks and toss in a load of laundry. Who are we kidding? Let's dig in. Hello, moms. So good to talk to you, my friends. Oh, I hope you were having an amazing day and lots of fun with your kids. I hope you're having a great summer, making some really fun memories. If you haven't listened to my summer success series, please go back and listen to some of the previous episodes. They're really fun. I had the pleasure of interviewing several friends from different backgrounds. Some are homeschool moms, some work part-time, some are stay-at-home moms, some are pastor's wives, and so much more. So I'm hoping that one of them might relate to you and you might get some really fun ideas and advice of how to make your summer more memorable and have some really fun memories to share with your kiddos. So on that note, we know that summer can be fun, but it's also frustrating at times being in close quarters with your loved ones, right? Your kids are home all day. Right now, my husband's home because of course his office hasn't opened up yet. So he's still working from home. Everybody is still here. And I think especially coming after a year of just being home for a whole year, we're done with the idea of being home. I know our kids tend to get in more fights and be more frustrated. Tempers seem to be flaring at times. You might find yourself trying to rip out your hair or yelling or swearing under your breath. We all have those days. (laughs) I know I've had several. But have your words been picked up by your kids? Have your kids been picking up swear words, perhaps from other influences that they've received? Maybe not just over this time at home, but influences of friends, of music, of TV. I know our kids have been opened up to so much more tech, especially with the pandemic of being on screens more for school and with friends. If they wanted to hang out with any friends, especially at the beginning of the pandemic, it was all online. And so there were several times when our kids were exposed to language just online or through other means that we were not super excited about. How do you deal with swear words anyway? And how do we begin to talk to our kids about swear words? How old do they need to be when we start talking to them about swear words? And what is our policy as a family? What does God think about swear words? 
this topic, I admit, seems a bit overwhelming, (laughs) but I want to challenge you to take some time and a deep breath and to think about the language in your house. It may not be all the typical swear words, but just think about what environment you are creating in your house. If you're yelling all the time, if you're constantly getting angry at your kids, if it's an area where everybody feels like they're walking on eggshells, that kind of an environment, just take a moment, think about how it's going in your house and what kind of things you can change. So here we go. With a little bit of grace and a little bit of love, we're going to jump into this topic, but don't put it on yourself that, oh my gosh, I'm awful because I swear at my kids and I yell all the time. Everybody does that. So give yourself some grace. Take a moment to think about the environment in your house currently and what you would like it to be. What are swear words? And does that mean that I can't get angry and frustrated? What do I do when I get mad? (laughs) You can still get angry. I think angry is a very natural emotion. We all get angry and (laughs) super frustrated at times. Even Jesus got angry. But I think that it's a key knowing when you get angry, how do you respond? What is your action? What is your normal go-to thing? So to have a little bit of self-control when you get angry, to take a deep breath and say, I just need to go calm down, or (laughs) to say, I'm going to hold my tongue at this moment, those kind of things. Figure out a way that you can get your anger out that's not destructive to others and tears them down, especially in your words, but that you can take a moment to cool down and come back and relieve the situation and solve the problem. Oh, there's so many questions around swear words, aren't there? I think swear words can be broken down into there's always the normal bad words that we say as adults for when we want strong emotions, those normal, the F word, the SH word, all those words that are the normal swear words that we don't really want our kids repeating. There are also words that are not actually considered swear words, but that promote a negative atmosphere in our home. Words like stupid, or you suck, or hell, or those words that are just meant to tear down each other. They're not meant to build up one another. And so they're often said in anger and frustration. I hate you. You did this and this. You suck. You're stupid. All those kind of things. Um, We try very hard to catch and have our kids backpedal of. That's not okay, and we don't use that language. There's also vulgar language of body parts, right? Tits, butt, booty, all those things. Some are silly, some are funny, but the negative ones, more vulgar and more slang, we tend to just put a stop to of... No, that is not uplifting to anybody, and we should not be using those words on a normal basis. Yes, of course, with boys especially, there's potty talk and potty humor, which is also in the category of gross-sounding words. 
We do allow small doses of these. Our kids think of them as like, ooh, the bad words if we're talking about super gross stuff. And it is pretty funny. So I think with boys especially, this is just a known thing. My line where I typically don't like to cross it is when they're eating dinner and they like to talk about gross stuff or people barfing or blood or potty language, all those kind of things. That definitely gets ixnayed at the dinner table. It's not helpful when you're eating to hear about something gross or disgusting. It doesn't promote a good conversation. It is funny in places, in a story, in Mad Libs. It's funny at times and can be placed in conversation at times to be humorous and have fun, but there are other times when it is just not the right atmosphere. So that's when I would challenge you to be on your own of how does your family kind of roll with that? Our family has some boundaries, but of course they're not super strict and it's more for humor. So that's where we stand with that. Hey mama, this episode is sponsored by my favorite product line. Whether you want to gain more energy, better sleep, be in control of your health, or lose five or even a hundred pounds, this inexpensive wellness program has proven results time and time again. My friend just lost about 70 pounds and another one of my friends lost about 80. You have access to a personal coach who walks with you, a connected community, easy, no hassle meal prep, and lots more help along the way. What more info? Shoot me a DM, Facebook message, email, or check out my website, The Busy Vibrant Mom. What are you waiting for? It's so much fun. It's time to invest in you. One question is, when should we talk to our kids about swear words? That is a great question. And I would have to say, Today, yesterday, now, immediately, all those things. Doesn't matter what age your kids are. They will automatically know about swear words or words they shouldn't say right from the get-go, especially if they have siblings who like to tell them other fun words that they shouldn't say. It's always fun and exciting and a little bit risky. So... I would say definitely talk to your kids as soon as you can, especially with society and the world that we're living in right now. Our society is more than happy to fill in the blanks for our kids as far as learning what they should be saying, how they should be saying it, what is happening in society. So if you don't take the time to check in with your kids, especially about their language, They'll just figure it out from other means, from friends, from TV, from music, from society, all those other things. And I would also caution just to use real words, especially in talking about body parts or talking about sex or explaining things. Use the real words and the real terms so that your kids will know the difference between slang, the difference between bad words, naughty words, swear words, all the different things so that they can actually recognize them and think through things when they're met with language from this world. Another tip would be to 
Model positive language. I know as parents, it's really important to keep a tight rein on our tongue and to set a good example. I have to say, my husband is far better at this than I am. When I get angry, I tend to swear or get angry and say things I shouldn't. And so I have had to learn to really hold my tongue and to be mindful of what I am saying. It's so tough when you're super angry or frustrated or you just feel out of control, but it's so, so important. Our kids pick up so much stuff and we want to build an atmosphere in our home of being a place of love and truth where you can share your real emotions, but you don't need to damage people and break people down. It's not a place of sunshine and roses and all fluffy words, but it's a place where you can express emotions without going after somebody verbally and tearing them down and swearing at them and using words you would regret later. What does God have to say about swearing? That is an interesting question, right? Many times in the Bible, I know it says to make your yes, yes, and your no, no, that you don't need to swear by heaven or earth. Just make your words one or the other. There's no reason to swear by things if you are going to keep your word. Another passage in the Bible, there's tons of passages about the tongue, taming the tongue, how both Praise and unwholesome talk can actually come out of the same place, which is your mouth. We're called to build others up and not to tear them down. In so many places, God just tells us that we need to take a moment to think about our speech and think about what impact our words have on other people. I'm going to name out a few verses for you to look up later, but Proverbs 15, 4, Psalms 34, 13, Psalms 35, 28, James 3, 8, James 1, 26, James 3, 5, James 3, 1. So many, many verses. Lamentations 19, 12. This one says, do not swear falsely by my name and so profane the name of your God. I am the Lord. So we as parents just need to remember what atmosphere are we creating in our house? What are we swearing by? What are we saying when we get angry? All those things. It seems like a trivial, small thing, especially when you may not use swear words or get upset that often. And so it feels like it's just every once in a while. But it really does make a difference on our kiddos because they are definitely like sponges, little sponges soaking up our every word. And even when we don't realize it, they are soaking things up. So as you go about your summer, please remember these tips and think about your words. Yes, you can be angry. Yes, you can yell. Yes, we all have our bad days. Give yourself a little bit of grace. But also be mindful and think about what kind of environment you're creating for your kids, what you want them to be as they go and represent you outside of your home, and what kind of little characters are you bringing up by your words. I hope this is helpful and gives you some good food for thought. 
and just to think about what kind of environment you want to create in your home, especially this summer where you may have a little extra time to work through language, to sit down with your kids and talk about why language is so important and what kind of environment you and your husband have decided you would like to do in your home, all those things. As always, please come join us on Facebook. It is an amazing community. I love just seeing people's posts on there and being encouraged and inspired by different things that you're going through and just to hang out. So much fun. Please, please leave a review if you can. Scroll on down to the bottom and leave some stars. Write out what you enjoyed about this episode or others. I would love to hear it. That just makes my whole day. Hopefully through this, other moms like you will be able to find this podcast and thrive. We're hoping that it will bring them joy in their everyday busy life. As always, please go and have an amazing, busy, vibrant day. Amen. If you like my mom's show, please leave a review, post a screenshot in your Instagram stories, and tag her. Pretty please. Hey, if today's episode was meaningful to you, please share this with others. Take a screenshot, tag me, and post it in your stories. Together we can change our day, spread joy, inspire others, and be a better version of ourselves. Until next time, keep laughing and smiling. Come join me on my Facebook group, The Busy Vibrant Mom. Thanks!